For many people, email is a source of workplace stress. But one top expert has a method to limit the negative impact of email. With the story, once again, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thanks again, Chris. Vanessa Bonds is an associate professor in the Department of Organizational Behavior at Cornell University and co-author of a new paper about email effectiveness. Professor Bonds, one of the things you examined in your study is the blurred lines these days between work hours and personal time relating to email, which appears to have been exacerbated by the big increase in working from home. Tell us a bit about that problem. Connectivity has been a great thing in a lot of ways. It's really allowed us to work from anywhere at any time. But what ends up happening is we wind up working from everywhere all the time. And that became especially pronounced throughout the pandemic when a lot of people began working from home and all of a sudden there was no sort of carved out space or time that was devoted to life and any place could become a workspace. And that makes it difficult to disengage and recharge and kind of sets the stage for burnout. Do you have any suggestions on how we can maybe set some clearer boundaries in that regard? A lot of my suggestions actually have to do with ways we can set boundaries for other people. So the interesting thing is that a lot of the feedback that we give to people is to teach people how to set their own boundaries, right? Carve out space, carve out time, make sure you know you don't sleep next to your phone, make sure you set aside certain times when you don't check your email. But it's really hard to do a lot of those things and we all can play a role. And one thing that we find in our research is that when we send emails, we can tell people how urgent they are, not just when they're very urgent, but actually when they're not urgent, when someone doesn't need to sort of feel compelled to respond to them immediately. And that makes a big difference in reducing people's stress and need to sort of always be on. That's something you call email urgency bias. That's right. The email urgency bias is essentially this feeling when we get an email, when we hear that ding, that's a work email, you know, at any time of the day. So it could be in off hours in the evening or the weekend. We assume that that sender wants us to respond much more quickly than the sender of the email typically expects us to respond. Interesting. And what about we ourselves sending emails during off hours? Probably that's not a great idea either. Yeah, you know, I don't like to say that we shouldn't do that because the truth of the matter is a lot of us have had to get flexible. And so some of us find that the best times to send emails are early in the morning before the kids wake up or on the weekend, you know, Sunday night before the week starts. And so one of the things we like to say is that it's really not about less off hours email. It's about better off hours email. So if that's the best time that works for you, just sort of being cognizant of the fact that that may not be the best time that works for other people. And so making sure that they know that they don't need to work at the same time as you. So one option is scheduling emails to be sent during certain times. But at the same time, people don't always like all their emails to come in all of a sudden on Monday. And so we really sort of suggest this idea of telling people You don't need to respond to this right away. This is a low-priority email. I've heard some time management experts suggest that just answering or writing emails at set times of the day, rather than every time one shows up in the inbox, is a more efficient way to get other work done. What are your thoughts on something like that? 
I've heard that as well. And actually, there's a researcher, Ashley Willens, who talks about these sort of micro interruptions that we get throughout the day. She talks about this as sort of time confetti or interruption confetti, where all of a sudden you're getting these dings and responding and it's interrupting you through these periods of time where either you're trying to work on something that requires more sustained attention and that's disrupting you, or even times, you know, when you're trying to unwind or recharge as we were talking about, and that also can interrupt that sort of process. You mentioned the pandemic. Do you think our impatience overall in regards to emails and so forth is getting worse? I think it's been getting worse for a long time, actually. There's something called the ideal worker norm, and it's this expectation that we prioritize work over all else. And that's really something that's come about over the past number of years. But the pandemic really sort of exacerbated that. People started getting really anxious about their jobs, about maintaining their jobs. Things got really difficult at home. And many of us found that we had to sort of prioritize work or at least felt the pressure on ourselves to prioritize work over situations that might have been tough at home. And so I think it exacerbated really a trend that we were already sort of seeing. Professor Vanessa Bonds from the Department of Organizational Behavior at Cornell University. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks so much. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. And that's it for this week's show. Special thanks to this week's InfoTrack contributors, Roy Mackey and Gina Tedesco. Our internet services are provided by Pair Networks. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. We hope you'll join us right here next week for another edition of InfoTrack.